0: So have you ever noticed yourself thinking uh, one thing and saying another thing or doing something even totally different? That's where we're not in alignment. That's where, if it's happened to you, you'll recognize this. It certainly happened to me. We're not in alignment. We're not in a congruent state. So what is congruency? Let's explore it. This is a place where those who suspect they're innately wise, brilliant and powerful come to learn how to transform their lives, one cognition, one realization and one blinding flash of the obvious at a time. We are the innovators, the record breakers, the world makers and creators of all kinds. We supersede the suppressive worldview of mass ignorance and awaken the strength within. We are waking up to our innate secrets. My name is Dr. Mark Postles, and welcome to the Innate Secrets podcast. So congruency here is a a relationship between Quadrant 1 and Quadrant 2. Now, Quadrant 1 is that new idea, big possibilities, and it looks at what's what's possible. Where can we go? How can we take this? What is the new idea that we could um, enroll and, and explore? And then the information goes across into quadrant two, which is a reference to our past history. This is all the things that were problems that didn't work in situations that are similar to what's being offered by this quadrant one part now. So it asks, look, where are the conflicting viewpoints? Where, where is it that uh, this particular issue could be of danger to us? Is it, where is it not safe for us to enroll and, and, and uh, invest ourselves into this? So there's, a, there's a, a a challenge here. This is both serves us and it is also, uh, an issue depending on which side has the ascendancy. So what we're looking at here is the interplay and the discussion that takes place between the two. Now, the old stories from the quadrant two part, which is referencing the past, um, are things that are no longer useful maybe, but they still drive us. Now, there can also be old stories where, you know, the stove is hot, so, um, touch it at your peril because I got burnt there once before, um, There's that could possibly be useful because otherwise we'd have to go throughout our life learning the same thing over and over again because we didn't have any reference for it. So it's not to say that that the quadrant two part is negative or is not useful. It's simply uh, it has information that may have been relevant at a certain time and may not be relevant now. Even the distinction on the stove, the stove may be off so so we'd be checking uh, various indicators to to tell us whether we could put our hand on the hot plate um, now, because at a previous time we didn't do those indicators and we got burnt because the hot plate was on. So you got the idea. It's 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 a relative thing. So that the question has to be: Is this story that we've got from the past holding us back? So, the you know, Henry Ford said the. Said the is well quoted in this particular um, statement. He said, well, you know, he can who thinks he can and he can't who thinks he can't. Now, this, he said, is an inexorable, indisputable law. Well, yeah and no. You know what? What happens here, I, I believe, is that he can and does is congruent. But Even he can't and he doesn't is congruent. So we're looking at congruence here. If he he thinks he can and he doesn't do, then uh, that's an incongruency. Likewise, if he thinks he can't and he doesn't do, that's actually a congruent statement. So it's he who says he can or will and he doesn't is letting the side down. That's the incongruency. So you can rely on a person um, who says, I can't or I won't. And that's a congruent statement if he, if he, if he or she is not doing it. But it's a person who, who commits to doing something um, and then uh, verbally, and then doesn't come through with the goods is practicing an incongruence. Now, I don't know whether you've noticed that you've ever done that in the past. Maybe it's just me. So we'll have a look at this in terms of what's missing then. What's the link that's missing when we see something that's possible and we don't come through with the goods because we're referencing uh, a past experience where something similar wasn't possible. So that's the old worldview versus the new worldview. And we can have areas where we we, uh, have an incongruent situation so we're, we're saying we're going to, but then we don't. And this leads us to, to certain um, paths of least resistance. And often it's the, it's the old memory that wins out. And so the old memory then stops to the change. And the more that goes on, the longer it persists, the more a pattern develops, uh, the more it becomes a habit, the less chance we're going to have of change even though we may want change we say hey this is really cool i would really like to have this new way of being and maybe it's you know with our weights or with our eating patterns or with our exercise regimes that you know it would be really great if i could um, go and shed X number of pounds or kilos and uh, have a, a body that I can see is possible for me. But there's a pattern that, that's come from the past that we're still holding on to. It's It, that it may be at the level of simply observing that pattern, maybe the level of, hey, this is a habit. This is an ingrained habit I always have Double helpings of dessert, and I dig into the hagandas or whatever the, the treat happens to be every evening, and then I wonder why I've got this spare tire hanging around my waist. And so there's a there's an old pattern there of well, I just love it. I just like the, the taste of ice cream, and it's a and it's a it's a path of least resistance that we follow, uh, and that keeps us stuck. So even though we may be uh, espousing health and well-being. We're actually sabotaging ourselves because of that quadrant two part, which resorts in this case to an old pattern, maybe an old habit, maybe even if it's in the extreme, an obsession. So that then creates a a a dissonance. It creates a a lack of congruency within within a person. That we though we're in an industry or a a profession or a, a a movement that says, okay, health is this, and it doesn't include having um, excess weight, and yet we're doing excess weight or doing the things that give us ex- excess weight. And this this can be in any area of life. It's not just in, in say, in weight and in exercise. I just gave that as an, an example. Um, it could be in work patterns. It could be in play patterns. It can be in relationship patterns. Uh, look at any pattern of your life where you are being incongruent, where you're saying, I want a great relationship and then not spending time and nurturing and supporting that relationship. Look at, look at uh, relative, uh, relative to uh, money. You know, the if money is something that you're saying, well, I want more of, and then the pattern and the habits and the obsessions are spending money on consumer items uh, and not allowing yourself to, to save and to allow money to generate itself, then that's an incongruency that's existing there. So you know, have a look at where it is that you're being incongruent. Now, sometimes this is in the context of rules, and rules are really deeply uh, ingrained. And so you know you, you might have a, a rule like, well it's my rules for me and it's my rules for you. Now that's like, you know, I, I need to abide by them, but so do you. Uh, and it's a it's a manager type of rule where you know my my rule is is for um for you and you don't have your own rules you've got to have my rules um is the congruency within that you know is if it's if it's undeclared if it's if it's declared and like for example in the army uh you would expect that that would be the situation that the um that the rules of the uh, it's really more us it's more like it comes under probably gangs and groups with, you know, our rules are for you. Um, so it, it's, it, but it can be enforced as long as it's clear and clearly expressed then. It's it's congruent and we can act within it. But oftentimes these rules are assumed. Could be another rule like um, my rules for you and there's no rules for me. So, you know, I I can relate to that. I tend to, uh, I, I tend to think that rules are for other people for, um, but you know for me, no, I, I don't need to, to obey by those rules. And I'm sure that at any time that you've seen your speedometer on your car go over the uh, posted rules limit, then you've been subscribing to this particular rule as well, possibly if you think you're going to get away with it. So that's that's uh, often we find that uh, uh, the elite tend to do that, and I'm sure we all experience being the elite at times. Uh, politicians tend to do that, and parents even tend to do that. You know, getting down your kids for for beating each other up, and then the parents are, are maybe not physically beating each other up, but beating each other up emotionally. Um, so being being aware of uh, the inconsistencies, the incongruencies that you might have within your parenting, within your relationships with others and that you expect them to uh, have rules and you don't have any rules. Or no rules for anyone, I mean, that's, that's real chaos. That's, that's like anarchy. Um, or it could be you know, your rules for you and your rules for me. So, you know, they're, they're, they're more like followers, you know, the, the cults and so forth. So, you know, keeping it really, really close. Um, it's, it could be our rules for, for you, which is a gang. Or a group, so you know gangs. Gangs will say, "Well, it's our rules for you. You've got to toe the line here." Um, or uh, it could be like a corporate. Probably would be like their rules for everyone. You know, so that uh, when you're in the corporate organisation, it's it's their rules, and often you don't even know the full rules anyway. And um, yeah, so so have a look at that relative to to you and the rules that you have. Uh, or the rules that you're assuming to operate under too, uh, in your relationships, and those those rules that are inconsider- inconsistent and um, have a an element of incongruency, then do what you can to clean them up. Uh, the relationships that are that really work, in my observation, are my rules for me and your rules for you. So it's an appreciation then of those differences and is recognizing that every person uh, has their own rule structure. And because we've all had a different experience or a different journey to where we are right now. So it's honoring that, that structure, um, that there is a difference there and being congruent from that position that we, we then acknowledge a person's uh, identity as their own design. And we work with them in their model of the world rather than what we think they should be so have a look then at what you're saying and doing you know are what you is what you're saying what you're doing you know are you violating congruency in the in your daily operations by saying one thing and doing another is the action congruent with your higher purpose and this is this is a connecting point this is where the exploration of the quadrant one uh, viewpoint on where do I come from, where do I go? What is my higher purpose? What, what values are, am I subscribing to? Because this action then that we're, that we're doing in terms of the congruency factor has to be measured by that that's the that's the true north that's the golden that's the star that's what we're following here so maybe this week examine your your beliefs of what you can and can't do and question are these useful you know are they are they something you've taken on board that has a, a cultural bias or some form of of, of uh, belief that others should be in a certain way and or situation should be in a certain way. And, and ask yourself, you know, is this useful? Is this something that, that really is going to add to the joy and the, and the productivity um, in my life and the life of those that I, that I work with or that I, that I interact with? And then look at the time and the money and the energy that you spend doing tasks uh, that don't get you closer to your higher purpose. You know, all the things that, uh, that come up along the way with the distractions and the, you know, the 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 emails that you get distracted by, and the the videos that you that you end up immersing yourself in, and the nights that you spend watching Netflix and so forth. So look at look at what it is that you're doing that is not conducive to the purpose or to the vision or to your word, and that's that's a daily or probably an hourly or a minute by minute. Uh, check-in. This is like, is this action congruent? Is this, am I doing what I say I'm going to do? Am I doing what I'm, I'm espousing? It's humbling. It is so humbling. I've, I've so many times caught myself saying, hey, Mark, this is not congruent with a person who espouses to be supportive of the life process for everyone and everyone at their own rate. And I'm here, uh, maybe decrying their position or or forcing a person to do what I think they should be doing, and so, "Hey, back off! Allow allow this person to be who they are. Allow this person to uh, have their own learnings. Possibly, you know, and we do that with our children. You know, allow them to to fall over. Allow them to hurt themselves. Um, and and." observe how they they process their world rather than trying to process it for them so you know the lesson here i think is to is to be aware of your ability to think and generate original thought in a in a way that is 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 your birthright it's it's that quantum one part is so beautiful when it comes to that and also be aware of the filters that you run it through and see if that's useful anymore maybe it was once Maybe it's not now. So when you do that, you're in alignment. When you do that, uh, you can then start to have a congruent relationship within yourself. And then that congruent relationship can then go out and benefit others uh, in your immediate circle of influence and then extend out beyond that. So there it is. That's a, a congruent a uh, life that is well-directed um, and well-supported by, uh, by action and it leads to huge fulfillment. Let us show you how to fire your brain in ways that serve you so that you can be confident, connected and bring joy and passion into what you do every day. Get a free copy of my book, The Innate Model. Go to theinnatemodel.com forward slash